Welcome to the Equipping the Saints podcast. We're glad you're joining us today. Here is this week's teaching. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to everybody this week in Equipping the Saints, our weekly teaching as we go into the book of Romans. We still continue in this this journey inside this wonderful book here. Um, We're discussing... This is basically, if you discuss verses 16 and 17, we're basically talking about the theme. The theme that's inside Romans, the main purpose of the entire letter uh, written by Paul to the Romans. And so, let's go ahead and dive into God's Word. If you have a Bible, go ahead and open it up to Romans 1, uh, verses 16 through 17. Um, I love these two verses. It really describes Romans and Paul's main theme and why he is writing it to Rome. And it's basically wrapping itself around the gospel. So let's go ahead and dive into God's word. Verse 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek And verse 17 says, For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, but the righteous man shall live by faith. So verse 16 is, is, he's discussing that he's not ashamed. Understand that Paul has been imprisoned in Philippi, chased out of Thessalonica, and continued to go on. Um, He's imprisoned and he's writing to the Romans who is ultimately, like we said last week, he is in charge of the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire is is in charge of of Rome. And so he's not only fighting um, what's going on inside the church, but he's he's fighting this Roman government, which is in control of ultimately everything. So he's saying he's not ashamed. He's not ashamed to, to... to preach the gospel. He remains eager to preach the gospel, no matter what type of political power or uh, pagan religion. Um, he's not worried about criticism. He's he's not worried about persecution. He, he's, he's completely bold at this point. He's being bold about his faith. Um, he's eager to preach to this area in the world that at one time was feared and at one time was um, not about the gospel or not about anything to do with the gospel whatsoever. So for him to say that he is eager to preach and that he is ashamed, he's not ashamed of the gospel, he's not ashamed of his beliefs. Um, how often do we go inside our world today and we, uh, we don't uphold the gospel the way we should? Uh, we don't speak about the gospel the way we should. Here Paul is saying, I am, I am not ashamed of the gospel. For the power of God is for salvation for everyone who believes. Salvation is not a work that we can um, ultimately have anything to do with. Uh, salvation is only from God. 
and he saves um, his elect for for his glory, um, his glory alone. Uh, salvation is used five times in Romans, and, and the the verb uh, from occurs eight times is a key word, which means deliverance or of rescue. It means being rescued. Understand, salvation is is being rescued from death into life. Um, that the ultimate glorious thing that we call salvation is something that none of us deserve. It's something that none of us should ultimately desire to, to have. It's given to us by God, um, and it's a true blessing that they, he takes the, the true uh, sin out of us and we're born again, uh, that we're born to life. And so that's what he's speaking there. Um, in verse 16, it says, It is the power of God for salvation uh, for everyone who believes. Well, everyone who believes, the only way we can truly believe is by God working on us to give us the capabilities of believing. Um, otherwise, the way we were born is we were never born to believe. We would have no no desire to believe unless it was a God changing inside of us um, from an old heart to a brand new heart. And so is God that does the, the saving. We do not do the saving. Um, there's nothing in us that can ultimately do any type of salvation. It is all given from God, um, a, a true true salvation sometimes we may think that that we are saved but it takes truly god that does the saving and we should never uh, be ashamed of the gospel we should never be ashamed of our salvation our salvation is given from god and it's it's glorious there's nothing outside of salvation that is not glorious it's a deliverance it's a change in heart um and it's something, as a believer, you don't understand the glory of salvation uh, unless you are saved. And the only way that you understand the glory is if you are saved. And God only does the saving. And this is a true power of God. Uh, when we, we speak on this, this is, a, this is nothing that is um, given to us without true deliverance and true power uh, true power from him so it goes, it goes on to say in verse 16 he says uh, salvation to everyone who believes to the Jew first and also to the Greek uh, when we talk about believes it is something to have faith in um, we talk about believing uh, whenever we believe in something we have faith in something that is going that it works we want to have faith into something that it is uh, that we're passionate about true believers have uh, it is not separated from God true believers is attached to God um, and we must rely on him to have faith in him when use of salvation the word usually occurs in the present tense um, which stresses that faith we talk about that true faith in God, that true faith um, in Christ that gives us, and it, it's not just for the Jews. See, the Jews were the called ones, the promised ones, but then he can, the scriptures, Paul continues on to say to the Greek, 
uh, to the Gentiles, to us, that we are the called ones as well, that faith is not just limited to the Jews. Uh, faith was not just limited to a certain amount of people. That true salvation and faith in Christ was given to all uh, for the ones that, that believed, to the believers. Uh, the believers were the ones given that true faith. See, if we're not saved, um, then we truly don't know, we don't have faith. You have to have salvation in order to have justification by faith. I think it's vital. Uh, we read on and hear from um, Luther. Martin Luther says that the doctrine of justification is lost. The whole Christian doctrine is lost. The justification by faith. That the doctrine was 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 for the, the reformers started that, but it's for the church today. That if we're not justified, justification by faith, the first word is justify. And it's in both the Old Testament and the New Testament. And it means an accused person free from sentence of condemnation. And that they are righteous. That they are righteous. They are truly holy. And we're going to read that in verse 17. It says, For in it the righteousness of God is revealed. From faith to faith, as it is written, but the righteous man shall live by faith. See, righteousness from God is a, is a major theme in this entire book of Romans. And it's actually in the entire Bible we read it several times. Righteousness is the state or condition of perfectly conforming to God's perfect law and holy character. In other terms, that it's it occurs some often 30 times and are translated into justified, justification. Only God is ultimately righteous, but we are justified by our faith. By our faith in Christ, we are justified, which means that we are made holy um, in, into God's kingdom, that we are ultimately uh, given that, that faith and that salvation uh, all inside of us. When he says from faith to faith, this is a parallel to everyone who believes. If uh, Paul was singling out a certain group of people inside the scriptures, it would have been very evident that he would have um, he would have just wrote that to a certain group of believers. That it would have been seen inside the scriptures that he would have said, "This is to the Jews," or "This is to the Greek." No, he said to those who believe. And it was never it never set to a certain group of people. Certain group. It was never said. So he says, from faith to faith, as it is written, the righteous man shall live by faith. The righteous man, the one that is has that righteousness from God, the state of condition perfectly conforming to God's perfect law, that righteous man shall live by faith. The only way to live by faith is to live by faith in Christ. And we continue on in the scriptures, and it's faith in Christ alone. It's not faith in anything else that we are to justify our true faith in. Our true faith should be justified in, in Christ alone, as he's the only way to salvation. It's parallel that he is the way of salvation. We read on in John that he says he is the way, the truth, and the life. And if that's the case, then 
then Christ is the true way of salvation, that there's no other way around that. So the true righteousness and the, and the true faith is only in God and in Him alone. And he continues on to say it is written. When he says, as it is written, he's talking about the Word. He's talking about the Scriptures that man shall live by faith. And it's a way of justifying sinners by grace, by God's grace, God's mercy, that we are justified to live by faith in Christ. But it's only by that grace and by that mercy. And it's, it's truly in that faith alone that we are saved. Because when we wrap it, we put 16 and 17 together, we see that he's saying he's not ashamed. And the power of God... His power is, is truly glorious power, gives us salvation to those who believe, but also to the Jews, to the Greek, to the Gentiles, to the called, and it's by faith as it is written, the righteous man, the one that lives to try to conform to Jesus Christ as much as possible shall live by faith. And we should continue to live our life having this faith inside, in, towards a Lord and a Savior that deserves this, that deserves us from us. Now the called, the elect, ultimately we should have that in our hearts that we uh, are to give Jesus everything that we have um, and that we have already been saved. The true saved ones understand that Jesus Christ is Lord and the ones that are not saved do not have the desire to give Christ that glory, does not have the desire to have that faith to give everything to God. But the called ones do. The called ones see the importance and the glory of our Lord and understand the mercy that was given to us, uh, the mercy that was undeserving to give to us, that was given as a gift for us, when ultimately we should have perished, that we should have died, and that we are born again, and we thank God for salvation, uh, we thank God for allowing us to conform to the Lord, uh, we thank God for uh, all these gifts that He has given us of true of repentance um, from a heart that was of stone uh, to a heart now that lives and that is full of the Spirit and that continues to dwell inside this world. And we're thankful for that. And we move on next week. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit a like and a subscribe. We're moving on in our studies in Romans. Uh, we'll be in verses 18 through 23. Um, I'll be diving into a little bit more scripture next week. Uh, 18 to 23 is kind of where we'll be. Um, as we continue this wonderful journey inside this letter, um, we encourage you all to, to read ahead and to, to see everything. And we'll see you next week here on Equipping Saints. Thank you guys. Be blessed. Thank you for listening today. Subscribe to our podcast and listen to the weekly teaching.